today is the day where we will be going through the teaching regarding the fallen of men. So stay tuned and get ready with your Bible if you can. So we can go over with some scriptures where they're going to explain to us of what happened, what are the teachings that the enemy taught us, and how have we changed the way we are today and how we were supposed to be since the first day that the man walked in the earth. So I know this is a story where uh, we have heard it so many times, but when the Spirit of God provides us with wisdom in a way of understanding the teachings, we can see things in a different way that it could help us to, you know, grow spiritually, which is the purpose of this podcast to help us grow and understand our God each day that we go. So get ready, stay tuned. In just one second, we're going to be starting with the teaching of today. The purpose of this podcast is not to share my own ideas or opinions, but to share God's teachings guided by the Spirit of God and confirming them by the Scriptures, with the outcome to learn and understand our Creator, so that way we can live a better life that will benefit all of us. Welcome to the podcast, Truth Equals Freedom. Before uh, we start with the teaching of today, I would like to thank to all of those who are still listening. First, I would like to apologize because I haven't been, you know, uh, posting things constantly. But Lord, Lord willing, I will be doing that. I want to thank those for uh, their listening from uh, Germany, from the uh, United States, from Mexico, from Africa, and all of those who are listening on the, around the world. I want to thank you so much for taking your time. You're actually being a blessing and make me continue to these things that the Lord has been revealing to me. So thank you again for listening. So as you heard from the beginning of this podcast we're going to be taking care or we're going to be not taking care but sharing regarding uh the fallen of man that we haven't really analyzed it uh, completely it's not something that i just recently found out and you're going to be listening listening this from another human and doing another story or speculation regarding uh, a teaching that already is or exists. But it's something that we need to be taking care, uh, taking a look, a close look regarding of what is happening to us today. 
have you noticed the the huge division not only in politics not only on a genre um not only on humans not only on on many things but something spiritually it's happening around the world that's something that we need to understand number one thing that we need to do is be clear or have the revelation that we are wrong i mean we we are all humanity are wrong before we can go with the scripture we need to understand something when adam and eve were put on earth we didn't see any type of uh, schooling and when i mean schooling i mean uh, they did they, they had to learn math did they have to learn science biology philosophy did adam and eve needed to go uh meet with a uh psychologist did they needed to go to another source aside of god to understand god when they had this connection when they had this talk with god like when you talk to someone else personally what is what is happening to us today have you have you taken a look outside your window and see what's happening around us have you seen uh on your phone you know youtube facebook on what are we turning all of us it doesn't matter that if 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 you think it's like oh it's not me because i'm christian because i read the bible because i do this i do that there's a lot of things that are morphing they're they're um sneaky the very very sneaky things spiritually things that they're contaminating the humanity of today and even though we argue with our own ideas we argue to another person that has their ideas we never see that we're just uh throwing rocks in the air is it's pretty much the same thing and what i mean by the same thing is that you have your own reality and the person argues with the other person regarding their reality so it's but we never understand of what is the true reality and i know you're going to answer right away oh it's god god is the true reality but there's so many stories there's so many um ideas and conspiracies of what people think that what god is or what god wants but what what has or what how it started for us to gone stray just put this in your mind this the scripture says god created 
I mean, from Genesis, created everything that we see, everything that we know, created human, you know, as is as his image. He put Adam and Eve on earth. And we see that, I mean, come on, not Adam and Eve, they were not needed to wear any type of clothes or they didn't have the need to go into a uh, source, like I mentioned before, to see like, I need to know God. I want to know God. I want to know how the wind works. I want to, I want to know how the stars, how this the moment when god created them they already knew why the things they see smell taste existed you know the scriptures clearly says that the main uh source of um intelligence or wisdom is god by just understanding and knowing who is god Adam and Eve understood who they were. They didn't have the need to go in and, and get someone's to give you information of who you, who you are, where you were before, what are you going after? If we go to Genesis 2:15 to 17, I'm going to be using uh, the new English uh, I'm sorry, the new international version. And IV. Before I start, um, I want to mention also that I have a Spanish-speaking uh, uh, podcast, which is uh, the same name as this one, but it's Spanish. If you have any uh, friends speaking uh, Spanish that you wish for them to hear what I'm sharing, I have uh, a bunch of things that are, I'm actually going to be going over with this uh, English podcast. Again. I'm not looking to become famous. I'm not looking to uh, any type of money thing. God has been really good to me and my family. So um, I'm not looking for any any of that. I'm not looking for intention. I'm just looking. I'm just looking to um, provide this information for those who are willing to listen and to let the Lord do the change i'm not doing any change i'm not the one making up stories or teachings this is what god has been teaching me and this is what he wants to be teaching you so let's go over to genesis 2 15 to 17 so it can give us some time to share um what i'm about to share today so look this is what it says on uh, genesis 2 15 it says the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work to work it and take care of it 16 and the Lord God commanded the man you are free to eat from any tree in the garden 17 but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil for when you eat from it you will certainly die I like how this part of the verse, uh, what it says. Number one thing that we're going to be um, going over. Have you noticed that the, in this verse, God does not say, Adam, I'm going to put you in the garden. 
and give give you the the um, give you the ability for you to decide what you want to do. And I think you're gonna know where I'm going with this, which is something that is being taught a lot, which is free will. But something that is being teaching, uh, some some many people are being teaching about this. And the free will is not given to Adam. He didn't he didn't say, "Hey, you can do whatever you want, but you can decide if you want to." eat from that tree or if you don't want to eat to eat from that tree he says it says in the scripture on 16 and the lord god command the man it's not a decision it's an order because when you're in the army or if you have seen any type of movie of the army or those who are listening that have gone to the army you're not given a choice you're given an order You don't have free will when you're in the army or when you're in war. You have to do what you have been told. And sometimes uh, we could be taking that from grant from for granted, but we need to understand that the command that we're given is for our own good. As God has explained this to Adam for his own good so as we see god did not tell him hey do whatever you want there's a tree that you shouldn't eat but you can decide if you want to or not he gave a commandment it says the lord god commanded the man now let's go over to genesis 3 Genesis uh, 3, uh, 1 to 10. It says, Now the serpent was more uh, crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Are you taking a close look or are you listening where the serpent is saying? Have you noticed how the serpent is um, kind of twisting the commandment of the Lord by saying, Hey, uh, women, did did God says, didn't, didn't he said this? Did he, did he really said this? Trying to confuse the commandment to twist it trying to make the women to to make Eve confuse remember that this already happened uh, um, not before but after Adam and Eve and it happened with Jesus when Jesus was in the desert he was trying to confuse to confuse Jesus of who he was or who he's supposed to serve now look what it says on verse second of Genesis uh, Genesis three. It says the woman said to the serpent, "We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden." 
But God did say you must not. He did not say if you want to, if you desire, it's up to you. If you want to do it, it's your choice. He says, he says must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And you must not touch it or you will die. Before we continue, Adam and Eve were having an amazing, amazing time. They were enjoying the fruits. And I'm not just mentioning the fruits, literally the fruits that you can eat. But come on. I mean, if you see a beautiful sunset, you see the beautiful uh, landscape that you can imagine of how uh, the garden look. They had, I mean, come on, they had everything they need because when they had God, like this binding, this, this marriage, and I'm not talking about only about Adam and Eve, but I'm talking about Adam and Eve and God, because Adam and Eve were one because they were husband and wife. So they were one with God. It was the best thing that ever happened to Adam and Eve. It's like, um, like us, if we live, uh, if you remember when you lived with your parents, when you were a little boy, or a little girl, if you, or maybe if you were not with your parents, but it was with someone that used to take care of you, you feel safe. You could be, you know, when we were little, maybe three years old, two years old, it didn't matter if we didn't have any diapers or if we were naked running in the house. We felt complete. We felt like I'm complete. I don't need anything. I don't need clothes. So this is exactly what happened when Adam and Eve. Now Adam and Eve have something amazing in their brain happening. They have a full knowledge. A full understanding. When they see a sunset, I imagine that uh, Adam looked at Eve and Eve. Do you, are you looking at this of how amazing God can make this sun come out and come in? Do you see the beauty of the stars, Eve? How amazing is God? Are you, are you looking at this? God is amazing of how he does all this thing. Look at the lion with all his majesty and his huge hair and all these things. Don't you think that God is amazing? Look how he created this. They were amazed. And they were always giving the glory to God saying, man, oh, I can't imagine. God, you're amazing. But then that perfect perfect marriage perfect binding that had Adam and Eve and God it had to become to an end Adam and Eve were tested by the enemy like what happened with uh, Job you guys remember Job what happened with him he lost his house his health his children he couldn't even sleep Let's continue. Let's go back to the scripture. 
before I can sing too much. But it says on verse 4, it says, You will not certainly die. This is what the serpent, the serpent told the woman. You will not certainly die. Now, what does that mean? What did the serpent try to do? What was the outcome of having that? Because if you notice, when people, when you talk to certain people, when you talk to your family or you talk to any friend, there's a way of uh, answering things with a purpose. It could be a tricky answer, a tricky question. It, it has a purpose. By the snake saying, you will not certainly die. Serpent, the serpent is telling Eve, let him, let him, let, let him her know that God is hiding something from you. That's exactly what it says. It's he's a lying Eve. What is the number one thing that makes um, in relationship for people to divorce, people to start having issues is lies. When you feel that uh, someone is hiding from you, it's hiding something from you that I want to not let you know. So we have uh, the serpent saying, you will not certainly die. The serpent said to the woman, verse five, for God knows that when you eat from your, you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. Which this is another lie because their eyes, it, it's not certainly opening their eyes, but they are going to be blind. Because if if we get to, um, you know, kind of go over what the serpent says and says, okay, if we ate from that tree, why are we the way we are today? So looking look at another thing that the Lord is letting me know right now is, is Adam and Eve didn't have any knowledge of the bad, anything bad, evil. They didn't have no knowledge they didn't have no understanding. Actually, I remember a scripture, what, what the Lord says, that it's better to be uh, um, to be a person that have no knowledge about earth, to, to, to be unaware of, of, I'm not saying of your surroundings, but I'm saying the knowledge of what the earth can provide. It's better to be unknowledgeable of, of being um, a type of person that is, does not know things about worldly stuff if i could say so but it's better to have the knowledge the guy can provide because that's the knowledge that it's gold that it's much better it's healthier to us so uh verse five for god knows that you will if that when you eat from it your eyes will be open and you will be like god knowing good and evil so again the serpent is saying god is hiding something from you and he does not want you to know this so the relationship between god and eve started to break down because she's starting to she started to hear from a different source to let her know who God is. Number one, 
He's a liar. That's what the serpent said. God is lying to you. You can hear that rattle of the snake. God is lying to you. So that relationship started to break. Look what what, uh, verse 6 says. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food. Look at that. So remember on uh, John, can't remember which verse is, but in uh, John, the book on the New uh, Testament, In the book of John, it says that God uh, was telling uh, the multitude of people when he multiply uh, the bread and the fish, and he was telling them that I'm the real food. You know, I am the, the real bread and my blood is the real, um, the real, uh, how you can say that the, the, the real water that you need. You will not be thirsty. You will not be hungry. So by Eve eating eating from this tree she was actually um, digesting or eating the new knowledge another door open when she had a huge door open to have the full knowledge the full understanding the the, the all these amazing things that God was they, they already knew who their dad was and their 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 um, their main their core of who they were someone else appeared which is a serpent saying hey i got the truth you want the truth you just don't do just do what you were not told to not do if you know what i mean when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye she was already blind She already sinned because she doubted of God. She doubted. And when she, when she doubted of God, she also doubted, doubted of uh, Adam because Adam was first given the, the commandment and then Adam provided Eve with the commandment. It says, a desirable, uh, please to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they realized they were naked. So they uh, sewed fig leaves together and made covering for themselves. I'm not. I'm not sure if you're if you're taking a good look at this and good attention, but have you seen? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Instead of taking taking the straight lane or the straight way, the enemy provided a different route to get to know God with lies. 
And this is something that I mentioned on the Spanish、uh, podcast is that the enemy always always uses the scriptures, uses what God says because here he did not say, "Oh, it is written." He did with with Jesus in the desert, but here he's using the word, the literally worth, the word of God of a commandment that he mentioned to Adam and Eve. Look at what it says on on number eight. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden, in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called the man, "Where are you, man? Just think of that for one second. This is what happens every time we go stray, when we、uh, give ourselves to sin. God says, 'Where are you? Where are you, John?'" Where are you, Peter? Where are you, Sandy? Where are you, Gabby? Lord, start naming our names, saying, "Where are you?" And we know how things go. I'm not gonna go all the way to where it says, but you you can go and, and look. But God saying, "Who told you that? Who told you you were naked?" So I'm okay. Before we continue to another scripture, so God has given Adam and Eve a commandment, a not to do, not a you're free to choose what you think is best. Let me shorten out free will. Now, who give the option? To do so was the serpent is saying, Eve, what are you doing? Thinking that oh, I'm not allowed to do this. No, you are allowed to. You have free will. You can choose. Come on, girl. You can choose whatever you wish to do. You don't have to wait for your husband. You don't have to wait for anyone. You can choose for yourself. You have free will. To do whatever you want. So when Adam and Eve were under the、uh, covering, I can say now the covering of the Lord of God Himself. When Eve and Adam, they actually、um, they were okay with the message of the serpent. They were now actually under the covering of the serpent. And what does that mean? They were slaves. Of the serpent, because of the outcome of this is sin. The outcome of this we know because it says、uh, on the on the verses after what I had、uh, read, it says that now they had to die. Sin equals death.
when all these things happened, when they were kicked out of uh, of the garden, when they were kicked out, they actually they realized of what they had committed. That before Adam, that he didn't have to work so hard to get food. The food was there. He just had to take care of the garden and, you know, rule all over the animals. But now he had to work so hard to get food from the ground. Now they had to die. Now Eve had to suffer pain to have kids, to have children. I want to apologize for the noise in the background. I'm still recording in an empty room. This is the only time I have to uh, share the podcast. I apologize. I really hope that nothing bad is happening to wherever the the uh, ambulance is going to. I just, you know, let's pray to the Lord that nothing bad happened to bless that family or whoever is in trouble right now. Okay, so are we... Are we understanding what's happening right now now i'm not sure if you understood that free will was not given by the lord free will was actually teached and began by the serpent jesus said I did not come here to do, and actually this is in John also, I did not come here to do what I want, but to do what the Lord, the God has taught me to do. And this is actually on John 6.38. Actually, I do have it written here, but since we are getting a little bit um, more uh, time than I, that I thought, I can just uh, throw uh, the verse on John 38 when it can show us clearly that Jesus did not have a free will he came to earth to do God's will now on Romans 7 9 20 Paul started to teach regarding of being a slave of sin he says i want to do the right thing but then there's a fight in me that wants me to do the, or makes me do the wrong thing the opposite thing and he's talking about this fight i'm having this internal fight where i want to do the right thing but i do the wrong thing but I, this, this 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 paul is trying to explain to us that there's no such thing as free will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to you why. If when we have not given our lives or we have given ourselves to Christ we and we're sinning, we are slaves of sin. But when we are in Christ, we because remember, we were slaves and we were bogged bought we were bought by christ's blood he died for each one of us now we belong to christ we're slaves of christ which is much better of being now uh, or been before a slave of sin on romans 6 15 to 20 
23rd uh, 23 Paul explains that we now we have freedom yes he says God has given us freedom to what he did with his son Christ to give us freedom but that freedom does not give you the liberty to sin or to keep sinning on uh, 1 Corinthians 6 12 Paul also mentions that we are not free to do whatever we want. Let's go over that. I just don't want to extend this too much. I want to make sure that I keep it a little bit short. But it's on uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 12. 1 Corinthians Six, twelve, and it says i have the right to do anything you say but not everything is beneficial i have the right to do anything but i will not be master by anything and, and that's a debate that might be happening in Christianity or theology. Theology is the what man can understand about God. There's a debate regarding, oh, no, you know, but I'm free. You know, I could do and I can do things because also I'm not perfect and I can continue to do. No, there's a difference between um, sinning as a mistake and keep singing sinning I'm, I'm sorry sinning not singing <laughs> sinning because the lord forgives me there's a huge difference god knows god actually knows the heart of man and he knows when someone is being honest and not just continue to sin 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 and sin and when we continue sinning and we don't care it's because we haven't still not understood of what christ has done to us you know the scriptures mention there's something that i want to go over uh, maybe uh, later on through the podcast is there's a uh, in judas and another part uh, i think it's james um because in the spanish it's judas but i think there's a part where it says james um there's a part where it says that god did not forbid the angels who had um gotten astray or gone away or had committed sin against god because it does say there's actually around three scriptures from uh i'm not like i mentioned i think it's james uh peter also mentioned in one of his two letters um he says that uh god did not he they didn't have any type of forgiveness and i think it's sad if if uh if it ever happened uh, lord lord i really really as lord for not that to happen in my life or any of you guys listening but to become in a point where god does not uh, jesus is not for not willing to forgive because we already play too much of being a, a christian person that would actually be really 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 sad or it will be like um what happened to judas the, the one who betrayed jesus it was he felt so bad he think that 
Jesus was not able to forgive him that he actually commits suicide. Which is another uh, thing that I want to share with you guys regarding the life of, of Judas. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Um, if you ever ever seen the film of the Passion of the Christ or any type of film where it shows the crucified of Christ and you get to see Judas um, betraying Jesus. And you say, man, seriously, if I lived in the time of Jesus, I will never done what Judas does. Uh, did. I'm sorry. I would never done what. I mean, come on. He saw the miracles. He saw all these things. I mean, come on. I will have never, never, ever done that. And I'm telling you because I said this to my heart one time. And I said, no. I No. And the, and the Spirit of God told me, yes, you could have betrayed him. I, I had to shut up. And I had to understand what he, what he was saying. So I'm, I'm, I'm just being... Um, mentioning a little bit of the things that God has uh, teach me regarding of the light of Judas. And how is it that many of us uh, being Christians were actually Judas? Remember that Judas was part of the 12 disciples. He was actually part of the 12 uh, people that uh, God gave them, you know, authority and, and he, uh, for them to heal people. And, and Judas was there. And the Lord was was giving me the teaching of how many of us are Judas and we don't even know it. We don't even know it. There's another that's for another time for for me to share with you guys. Let's go ahead and go to uh Luke Luke um Luke 9:23 Luke 9:23 It says uh then he said to them all that's with Jesus Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. By him saying take the cross, it means that Jesus didn't have the free will to do whatever I said. Hey, when he was getting uh, hit by these whips, he said, hey, okay, can you stop? Like, I don't feel like carrying the cross. I don't feel like getting whipped on my back. I think I choose. I have the free will to do whatever I want. So this time, hey, I don't want to do this. i rather not because it hurts. So the word says, whoever wants to be my disciple. Now, remember, Jesus is not looking for Christians. Actually, he did never, ever called anyone Christian. He's looking for disciples, people, and actually the book of uh, the book of Acts. It says the people that were seeing the reunions and people that uh, were disciples of Jesus Christ. They actually call them Christians because they talked, they walked, they acted exactly like Jesus, and they called him Christians. I'm not worthy to call myself a Christian. I will not call. I, I rather God tell me that I'm a Christian 
than calling myself, I'm a Christian. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. Because a disciple is willing to learn. A disciple is in process. So look where it says, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. 24. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. I know that did the what he's mentioning right now he is talking regarding giving them their lives literally like people in different countries they have been killed for following Christ but he's also saying regarding of a, a person let's say I'm giving an example of myself you know I have my goals oh Let's say that I'm walking and the Lord uh, through his spirit is telling me, hey, I, I want you to go over there and talk to this person and tell them that this, 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 this. And I say, uh, Lord, uh, give me a moment. You know, I don't think I can because actually I need to catch the uh, I need to catch that bus because I got to go to work because this, because of that, because, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God, but I can't do it. And you already know that, you know, I'm human and i am christian but i'm in i'm imperfect you know i'm not perfect and blah 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 blah. and we'll, we'll say all these things this is this is what he's saying is is for whoever wants to save their life will lose it save their life is is also speaking to us uh not only directly but it's saying about the lifestyle that you have are you willing to let go your lifestyle when the Lord calls you up to do so. Remember Matthew? Matthew, his lifestyle, he actually got a good job. He was actually working for the government of uh, the, the Romans. Rome. He was receiving all these uh, things, which is like almost like tithing for, for the government of Rome. He got a good life. But when Jesus passed by and said, Matthew, follow me, he didn't say, um, okay, how much am I going to win? What goods do I have? Or let's go through Peter. This is a perfect example of Peter. Peter was on the boat and Jesus have given him this miracle where he actually had a catch of fish for to last him maybe even a year or more of his business he had a lot of i mean he was sad because he didn't have catched anything imagine he owes uh you know he owes things to the irs <laughs> an example he owed money and he had to pay rent he had to pay all these things the boats and but he was willing to give up his lifestyle He was not thinking, man, but I'm a businessman right now. Now that people looked at me like I don't have any, like I'm no one. And you have to remember, any person that God used, like, for an example, the, um, the prophets, like Jeremiah and other prophets, they were not even known. I mean, come on, even let's not go too far back, but... The disciples were saying, who are you? Who gave you the authority? This is exactly what 
this this were they they were asked by the authority of the uh, Pharisees and the uh, masters of the law and you know all these people that they were looked good and they see the disciples doing it like who are who are you I mean you don't you don't even you haven't even studied this is how Jesus looked. And they asked him, how does this man know so many things if he did not go to school? Or, or did you teach Jesus this? Did you teach? And you're going to say, wait, well, yeah, he, he did. Because he, when he was 12, he was in the temple. And he was uh, uh, talking to the, the elderly people. There, yeah, it, the scripture says that he went one time. He said he will never go stray from his parents, uh, well, earthy parents. But is that if if when he was he has uh, 30 years old, 32 or 31 years old, and he was uh, close to the temple and they were asking, how does this guy know so many things? If he has not study. The only one that can provide us with the true knowledge, the true teaching it's the Lord Jesus Christ through him there's an amazing scripture on John where uh, Jesus is having this debate after he has fed the people uh, with fishes and the bread and they're uh, mumbling saying because he said they had to eat their their flesh and drink their blood they were not able to understand it because they didn't have that knowledge that the holy spirit can give you so uh jesus said those who are taught the scriptures clearly says this is what jesus said this and the scripture says that whoever gets taught by god becomes my disciple and you have to understand that the spirit of god He's moving so quickly and so fast, his spirit of God, to give wisdom and knowledge so it can be shared to multitudes, to people, to families, so they could be saved. Because we're living, we are living on the times of Noah and the times of Lot. Or the times of Sodom and Gomorrah. We're, we are, and, and you have to understand, we are in the times where things are getting worse. And they are going to get worse. When people th say that things are much better because they see it with their worldly um their fleshy eyes whoever is being taught by god whoever uh is being uh moved by the spirit of god you're gonna know that we are not on the good times on good the, the, the good sides if we say adam and eve were taught by the spirit this the the serpent i'm sorry they were uh taught differently the serpent came up to Adam and Eve like uh, uh, the serpent came to Adam and Eve like a, a false prophet, like a false preacher, to let them know that he knew God more than 
God himself or even them. But the problem with Adam and Eve is they 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 had so they had they put their faith saying, "Well, he's the serpent is a creation of the Lord. If the if the serpent is speaking all this wisdom, it means that it it comes from the Lord." You know, we we never saw a um I never saw a part where it says and Adam and Eve uh, looked at this angel and provide them information. It says that God directly was talking to them. There was no need to have an interve intervention to have someone to intervene for them. They were just said, oh, oh, hello, uh, God, our creator. They talked to them. But after that, they became blind. And the reason why Adam and Eve had to hide is because uh, remember that part where in Exodus, I'm not sure if it's 32 or 33, where uh, Moses asked uh, God if he can see him. And he said, no, you can't see me because if you see me, you will definitely die. And when he provides this information, now he knew that, you know, this, the outcome of him not being able to see God face to face or not even us is because of what happened. This is also on the book of uh, of Hebrews. Actually, it says about uh, there was this veil that you were not able to cross because it was holy, and if you get if you were to cross that veil, you were totally die because the presence of God was uh, it was present there. So. After all these things happen with Adam and Eve, now the humanity has been looking so, so hard to get a fountain of knowledge, a source where it can be provided information for them. They can uh, seek truth, seek an explanation of why am I alive? Who am I? Where was I before? Where am I going after? So we're gonna uh, we're gonna be uh, I'm gonna be if the Lord willing I'm gonna be taking a, a part two of today's uh, teaching, today's subject, and analyze this a little bit more deeper and uh, to meditate on. Why are we the way we are today? Why, why has humans now um, so interested of of oh look at the of the air we breathe? What is it composed? This is exactly what happened with 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 um, philosophy. Philosophy started as questioning why things work, why things are, because. Our minds are gone stray and we're looking for an explanation. We're looking for to get any type of information that can it, it help us. It is kind of crazy that the people who have doubted so much, they have so many questions, questions in their mind. They're actually the people that we looked at being so uh, knowledgeable. And this is what make these people famous of just 
questioning things. But Adam and Eve, they were not needed. Before the serpent, they did not need to question nothing. And if they maybe they have any question, they ask God directly saying, Hey, Lord, uh, what is this? But also remember, who provided us with the free will was not actually God himself. It was actually the serpent. And is still providing that information today, saying you have free will. You you have the ability to decide that if you take a decision, if you want to do so, if you're not. Remember what happened with uh, Saul, King Saul. God um, gave him a commandment. I want you to go and attack this uh, people that had disobeyed the times of Moses. I want you to destroy all of them, all of them. Saul goes, they fight, and they he left. Uh, he actually did not kill the king. He left some animals alive, and God got mad. He said, hey, why did you disobey? Oh, because, you know, I thought, you know, I took the decision that um, the animals, I'm going to sacrifice them in your honor because you gave us to win the war. And ah, the king, I did not kill them because we can get some money or, or, or we could get this or that. And we know what happened. He dies. I'm getting the signal right now that I'm actually going over today's teaching. So I only have less I have four minutes before I end. So I want to thank you so much for listening. I hope today was a blessing in your life. Uh, Lord willing, in another time, I'm going to be uh, uh, going to many things that I wish to share with you guys love you in christ and uh let's keep praying for people around the world that are suffering they're going through really tough times and again thank you uh, who those listeners from germany from mexico from the united states from africa from all these places that you guys are taking your time to listen maybe because you're hungry you're thirsty you want to have more you 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 don't want to feel stuck because it already happened to me when I was younger. It feels so stuck in my walk, walk with Christ. And I feel that I wasn't going forward. I was stuck. But every time that Jesus provided me with a new teaching, I felt like I was actually walking forward. So, Lord willing, I'll be sharing another um, teaching that the Lord has been providing and you can go ahead and, and look through the scriptures and take a look at yourself and I want again thank you so much uh, Lord bless your life your family if you're sick right now you know I ask the Lord to give you wisdom so you can learn through your sickness and, and provide you a healing through his time and We'll be um, providing another teaching for the upcoming days, Lord willing. Thank you again for listening to the podcast, Truth Equals Freedom. Talk to you to another day.